This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Welcome to Reporters Without Orders. We are here this week again with a panel of four. Our in-house journalist reporter Nidhi will not be joining us. She is pursuing a story in the state of Jammu and Kashmir, so she's on the move. Here on the panel, we have Cherry. Hello. Rohin. Hello. Amit. Hello. And we have a guest from The Quint, a young journalist by the name of Meghnath Bose. He has worked with CNN News 18 as a correspondent. He also worked on a documentary uh, on rape in Haryana, which is online now. And you can see the link below. And he broke a story on the CBC 12th exam results with a magic mark. What is that about? Uh, basically, it was about how the CBC was unfairly moderating the marks, unfairly and unequally moderating the marks of its students, the CBC and the ISC, in fact, which is what led to the story led eventually to all these national, to all these state boards and national boards saying that they will not moderate marks anymore. And how did you get the story? Are you at liberty to tell us? Or was it some inside Yeah, so the, so, so the thing was that uh, there was a data scientist who had observed a very odd marking pattern that okay. an unbelievably high number of students hmm. in CBSE were getting the number 95. Uh, okay. In fact, it was so crazy. If I can just give you the numbers, hmm. the other numbers were got by like 50,000, 60,000 number of people. So, say for example, the numbers 91, 92, 93, 94, all these numbers, 60, 70,000 people were getting. And that was like the range. And the number 95 was got by 1,95,000. Wow number of times so it was just unbelievably high mm. and then we did digging and we realized the CBC adopts this absolutely almost moronic system mm. is that they increase people's marks arbitrarily mm. and they stop doing it at 95 because if you're increasing 85 to 95 you can't make 95 105 five. so it just ends and they there. do this for up to 16 to like 14 yeah, this, to 16 this moderation marks. has been done for you when I was in school it was yeah, yeah but this is like if you're increasing 16 marks that means 79 is becoming 95 right no I remember because my mother you know being a teacher she used to get some of the uh, you know you get board exam papers to mm -hmm. mark so they used to be uh, when she used to be marking them I'd check them out and sometimes she'd get them from you know, all over the country hmm. so some places the English paper the English was so poor that they would actually write in the English essay they would write Hindi in Roman alphabet so they'd so the guy who was writing an essay suppose it was you know my day at the railway station the 10th or phir and then I went, Titi ne mujhe bola, pehchan logi bag apna. It was written in. So I was like, how are these guys going to pass? I mean, because like 100 of these papers, they're all like that. She says, well, 80% of them will pass because once the marking happens here, it goes back to the center. Yeah. They can't make 50% people fail. Yeah. So to make the ones who've you know, got in the maybe 28, 30, to make them pass, they moderate all the marks, everything else. She says, that's why duffers like you get 90. Otherwise, <laughs> you are not that league. You may have got 75, 78. And it's it's so illogical. Like, say, for example, in ISC, which is the other big national board, right? Uh, there are, s like, some 24 numbers between uh, 40 and 100, which nobody has got in any subject in for a period of seven years till we broke oh, the story so those, those numbers are the ones that nobody scores <laughs> nobody gets 81 82 84 86 87 89 these nobody are numbers nobody them. 91 93 nobody so mm. like what what is the logic behind just randomly so things? on this podcast as you know Meghna the format is we ask everyone to give us one story or issue that did not get enough attention and should have and one story or issue that got too much attention and should not have. 
So may I start with Cherry? What do you have for us this week, Cherry? Uh, I don't want to speak categorically about what was covered and what wasn't covered, but I do want to speak about a piece that the Sunday Guardian published by Suni Sushil Pandey. It should not Pandey. have been published. Absolutely, and the piece. It first, it shouldn't have been published, and second, the editor is still defending the piece, saying that it's the reporter's right to write fiction. And once you've given that disclaimer, it's okay. But what the piece is doing, it's using actual facts and actual events of the eight-year-old uh, Kathwa girl's rape and murder, and it's totally delegitimizing the entire sequence of events. Mm. You can't do that. And if you've made that mistake of publishing such a story, you need to retract it. But if you continuously defend it, knowing that it's fake and knowing that you're pushing out a story that will be uh, peddled forward as an untold truth about the Kathwa case, it's it's just going to derail and justice. Also, I think some people are defending it as satire. I, I don't see what is the satirical bit in that. I mean, I, I've written satire for almost a decade in my life, but yeah, I was blown away by the idiocy of that piece and uh, that people of this caliber can become editors of a national newspaper is actually a sad commentary on on us all i mean not to say that all other industries there are all sorts of geniuses at the top there are idiots at the top everywhere but in the media it's more in the public eye so i think and satire is very different from using actual events Absolutely. to delegitimize a sequence Absolutely. of events no. and um, so that of course should have got published is there anything that you thought happened around the country that did not get enough coverage and needed i think to? it was uh, the fire at the Rohingya camp where 50 shanties were burned down. Yes. Even though it was reported upon, mm. I thought it didn't receive enough coverage as to what is going to happen to these people. It was a few now. minutes report. Yes. It wasn't like the wall-to-wall. -wall that. It wasn't a wall-to-wall -wall coverage. Right. Though I think if it was Salman Khan's house, they would have given it enough coverage. Right. Rohin. I will talk about Rohingya shelter. Because I was there. ये आग का संडे मॉर्निंग संडे मॉर्निंग सॉरी टू कट इन रोहिन ऑन द संडे गार्डियन पीस मनीषा हैज डन अ पीस ऑन दैट यू कैन रीड इट द लिंक इज बिलो ऑन न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री एंड रोहिन व्हेन यू वर देयर यू फाइल द रिपोर्ट ऑन दैट इज इट ऑलरेडी ऑनलाइन हां इट्स ऑनलाइन सो यू कैन सी रोहिन्स रिपोर्ट फ्रॉम देयर एज वेल तो ये आग रविवार को सुबह 3 बजे लगी 3:10 मिनट पे लोगों को ये नहीं मालूम चल पा रहा है कि आग किसी ने लगाई या आग खुद से लगी पुलिस का वर्जन ये है कि आग शॉर्ट सर्किट से लगी लेकिन वहाँ के लोग ये बोल रहे हैं कि हमारे पास ऐसी वायरिंग है नहीं जिससे शॉर्ट सर्किट हो सकती है दिल्ली सरकार की तरफ से जो सिविल डिफेंस फोर्स वहाँ पहुँची है उनका पहला जो प्रिलिमिनरी रिपोर्ट है उसमें वो कह रहे हैं कि रात में किसी ने कचरे में आग लगाई थी और वो आग धीरे धीरे बढ़ गई है लोगों को ये नहीं समझ में आ रहा है वहाँ पे ये हार्ड टू बिलीव है लोगों के लिए कि ये आग कचरे की वजह से छोटे से एरिया में हम रह रहे हैं और अगर धुआं हो रहा था तो हम लोगों को मालूम कैसे नहीं चलता और ये अचानक से सडनली हाँ सडनली वो पाँच दस मिनट में सब कुछ जल के खाक हो गया और उसमें सबसे सैडनिंग पार्ट ये है कि लोग अपने डॉक्यूमेंट्स जो होते हैं उनके बर्मीज आई कार्ड जो थे और जो यूएन के तरफ से उनको जो रिफ्यूजी आई कार्ड्स मिले थे वो सारे बर्न हो गए हैं तो टेक्निकली अब वो इलीगल हैं और इसमें एक और मज़ेदार बात है कि नौ अप्रैल को सुप्रीम कोर्ट में एक पी की सुनवाई के दौरान दीपक मिश्रा की बेंच ने सेंटर को ये बोला कि आपने क्या पब्लिक एम्यूनिटीज़ वहाँ पे उपलब्ध कराई हैं आप इसका एक स्टेटस रिपोर्ट चार वीक के अंदर डालिए तो उसकी हेयरिंग 9 मई को होनी थी 
जो भी हरियाणा और दिल्ली के अंदर रोहिंग्या रिफ्यूजी कैंप्स हैं लेकिन ये जो सबसे बड़ा रिफ्यूजी कैंप था उसमें ही आग लगी इसमें छियालीस घर थे तीन बल्ली से बने हुए अभी इसमें एक आदमी इंजर्ड है सीवियर इंजरी उसकी हो और इसमें करीब 230 लोग रह रहे थे जिसमें 70 मेल 68 फीमेल और 90 बच्चे हालांकि अभी कुछ फाउंडेशंस हैं और जामिया के स्टूडेंट्स हैं डीयू के स्टूडेंट्स हैं जो अपने स्तर पे हेल्प कर रहे हैं वहाँ पे आई सी एंड एनी रिपोर्ट और इशू दैट यू थॉट गॉट मेजर प्रोमिनेंस ऑन द फ्रंट पेज और प्राइम टाइम दैट डिड नॉट डिजर्व इट नहीं ऐसा कुछ नहीं लेकिन सोशल मीडिया पे जो कठुआ और कठुआ को लेके जो अलग अलग प्रोपोगंडा चल रहा है उसको रोका जाना चाहिए और मतलब बहुत इंसेंसिटिव है वो कि आप मतलब एक लॉयर की तरफ से लोग चला रहे हैं कि दस क्वेश्चन है उसमें और वो बिल्कुल चार्जशीट को कॉन्ट्राडिक्ट करता है उस लॉयर की क्रेडिबिलिटी ये है वो फीमेल लॉयर हैं और उनकी क्रेडिबिलिटी बस इतनी है कि वो उन्होंने निर्भया केस को फॉलो किया है फॉलो किया है फॉलो किया मतलब फॉलो किया मतलब वो बहुत उसको रीड कर रही थी और यही राइट विंग के जो लोग हैं इनके लिए बहुत बड़ी क्रेडिबल स्टांस है कि वो निर्भया के केस को फॉलो कर रही थी और उसमें जितनी एक एक उसमें बहुत इंसेंसिटिव बात ये लोग कह रहे हैं कि जो लापता होने का इश्तहार अखबार में छपा था उसमें लड़की की फ़ोटो में जो लड़की ने कपड़े पहन रखे हैं वही कपड़े वो जब बॉडी उसकी मिली है तो वही कपड़े हैं तो लोग ये उसमें क्वेश्चन वो लॉयर ये कर रही हैं कि मरने के पहले उनके पेरेंट्स को कैसे वो कपड़े में फ़ोटो उन्होंने खींची थी क्या उसके पास एक ही कपड़ा था इस तरीके के क्वेश्चंस वो सर्कुलेट कर रहे हैं सोशल मीडिया पे सोशल मीडिया और इसमें हिंदी हिंदी के कुछ पोर्टल्स पे और ख़ास करके वो नव भारत टाइम्स के सोशल के हेड हेड हैं उनका नाम लेना जरूरी है क्योंकि वो प्रोपोगंडा ही फैला रहे हैं नीरज बदवार तो उन्होंने एक फ़ोटो शेयर किया है जिसमें पेनिस के ऊपर त्रिशूल लगा है वो फोटोशॉप इमेज है और उसके थ्रू वो नैरेटिव चेंज करने की कोशिश कर रहे हैं कि देवी स्थान को बदनाम करने वालों क्या तुम्हारी सच्चाई ये है क्या तुम हमारे धर्म को ये करोगे मतलब कि जो लोग देवी स्थान में रेप को लेके बहुत ज्यादा तो अब उसको वापस अब लोग भी बोलने लगे कि ये साजिश है साजिश है and this is slightly different take on 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 the question the obviously the kathua case and the unnao case have been covered like wall to wall right mm-hmm. but what i feel is that there are a lot of key questions that aren't being asked of the political leadership in in this case if one for example the prime minister and the bjp party president what have they been doing about people who are one saying that this is a pakistani conspiracy a bjp a leader from madhya pradesh uh, another bjp mla in uttar pradesh saying that a a, a woman a mother of three cannot yes, psychologically you cannot psychologically rape her you yeah. cannot rape her two ministers who have now resigned but also a bjp member who was there who was leading the hindu ekta manch rally mm. in defense of the alleged rapist so what action is being taken against these people that has been explored Why? it's just general noise it's yeah that and i feel it's important because of you know how you talk about the agenda setting function of the media if if the media is not asking these questions i feel they're missing they're not doing their job entirely we carried an empty uh, yeah, column which then that. got picked up by uh, quite the a few publications well, yeah. and then prime minister modi eventually did speak but i feel it's uh, also right after he right after he finished right after he made that speech uh, all these uh, news channels the propaganda news channels they suddenly turned it completely around and said 
राहुल इट्स नाउ योर टर्न हाउ विल यू डिफेंड योर प्रो रेपिस्ट नेताज प्राइम मिनिस्टर फायर्स अवे एंड लीव्स राहुल स्पीचलेस दैट्स द टाइप ऑफ जागन दैट वॉज बींग यूज मिसिंग आउट इन द क्वेश्चन दैट वी हैवेंट हर्ड लाइक दोज एम एल एज आर एम एल एज राइट एंड बीन सस्पेंडेड फ्रॉम द पार्टी जो ऑल्सो डेड अ वीडियो ऑन रेप कल्चर एड that it creates conditions where sexual assault against women is Almost is legitimate no, yeah normalized legitimized justified and what we've realized also is that it's not unique to haryana that these conditions extend in different degrees in different parts of the country but some places uh, more than others right there's exactly there's exactly that's what i was going to say some places more than others haryana extremely so and through different chapters of the documentary you explore one victim sh- uh, victim blaming or uh, टू द लैक ऑफ एजेंसी ऑफ वुमेन जब औरतों की बात कहीं भी नहीं सुनी जा, जाती है तो सेक्स में क्यों सुना जाए वेन यू डोंट लिसन टू दुमेन इन एनी स्फियर ऑफ लाइफ एंड दीज आर वुमेन एक्सेप्शन एंड ऑल्सो द इम्पॉर्टेंट फैक्ट दैट वी टच अपॉन इन द डॉक्यूमेंट्री इज दैट वी स्पोक टू लॉर्ड ऑफ किड्स एंड दे वर टेलिंग अस हाउ देर एल्डर्स एंड देर टीचर्स इन स्कूल हैव टोल्ड दैम दैट रेप इज द गर्ल्स फॉल्ट Wow okay so we've got so the they, they old people at, we've got at the very early people. stage that kind of yeah we've got the regressive people and it's very the old people and it's very easy to hate the regressive old uncle the khap wale uncle but that khap wale uncle also in his childhood learned from his teacher so unless we break this cycle of in educating them the wrong way we won't really have a resolution hmm and if i could just add the story that i think wasn't Yes please uh, covered and this not not to plug the quint again here but uh, again my my colleague Poonam Agarwal did a story on electoral bonds hmm. uh, which so the government's been going around saying it's oh, yes, anonymous Oh yes and that you can identify them as earlier said that they are anonymous now they've they said anonymous no number <laughs> but she went ahead and did a forensic uh, test of these and it turned out that there are numbers there which are hidden that you can identify on which that, bond is yeah so you can you can there are actually numbers which the government or the actually this is a huge story i'm surprised wasn't picked up because this kind of completely blows to smithereens the anonymous the whole yeah. rationale behind these bonds is gone you've gone to the extent of putting numbers there but making sure that people can't, can't see, see it on the mm. face of it so there has to be some ulterior motive we've got a former rbi director who's now said that this exactly what you said that this breaks that anonymity thing completely mm. but what we were surprised was no one picked it up no one picked it up so right hmm amit two things uh, one has to do with the coverage uh, rahul gandhi uh, took out a midnight uh, can uh, midnight candlelight vigil hmm. and uh, the tv was there it was jam packed the india gate was jam packed with tv uh, crew, tv channel crews and uh, maybe a number of news portals were also covering that uh, midnight hmm. vigil and the way it was done i mean a nine around 9 rahul uh, tweeted that he is going to uh, take out the candlelight yeah, vigil yeah it was last minute right yeah. everyone just kind of landed up 
and i spoke to the people uh, from congress party from nsui so it appeared that uh, these people at least from delhi were told uh, sometime in the morning or maybe in the noon so pro- even for them the protest was very spontaneous mm. so there was no no preparation besides the placards that they were carrying mm. tv covered it surprisingly and again i'm saying it was in the midnight around mm. 12 12:30 so it wasn't that late the newspapers surprisingly did not cover rahul gandhi's uh, midnight vigil at all and uh, hindu had carried a photograph from the protest i'm i'm i mean uh, it could be possible that you cannot carry a report but carrying a photo was yeah that's possi- not too late cuz yeah. they only go in for printing at what 2 am or so i'd say the newspapers at, at least the delhi mm-hmm. edition could have been stopped possibly the editors thought that you know uh, it's not going to be a big protest no not stop for example yeah the, no it was carried the day after that i think no it was too old to See, carry see the premier league matches and the bundesliga and all that happened they start you know at night at about let's say 8 9 and they get over by 11 30 12 photographs and the report on those are published the next day so it's not too late for that yeah, i agree with you surprising hmm. so uh, that that was there and uh, and the second thing is because i've been cov- i covered uh, rahul gandhi's this midnight vigil and uh, i saw an kind of people that were present there and then i was also at the not uh, not in my name protest which happened on sunday i mean it has less to do with the news cycle rather i would say it has nothing to do with the news cycle uh, but it has more to do with the kind of people and the kind of protest which happened i'm really sorry to say and people are free to judge me but what i found the difference between the rahul gandhi protest and not in my protest is i would rather prefer to as a citizen i would rather prefer to go to rahul gandhi's protest midnight vigil than participate in delhi version of not in my name hmm. now why is that i mean it's good that everybody should be allowed i mean yes uh, everyone should uh, be allowed to carry out protest in their own way and manner and fashion they want to but when you know you can spot the trend you can figure out the trend then that's a problematic issue for me if you don't talk about sasaram rape if you're talking about rape the protest is about the rampant crime against women happening in the country and the uh those in power who promise that they'll come to you know the beti bachao beti padhao type hmm. and uh, these uh, crimes are happening in their states also because they they are governing 21 states in hmm. the country right now you fail to talk about sasaram can you tell us a little about the sasaram uh, so case? this uh, while we were talking about kathua while we were talking about unnao another rape case happened in uh, sasaram one of the 86 injuries yeah. uh, no that's surat that's surat okay yeah hmm. so and why i'm uh, pointing out this thing is because from the stage people activist who were speaking who were delivering their speeches they were constantly referring to muzaffarnagar hmm now i don't see a point if you are protesting about one specific incident you're not talking about sasaram but you're talking about muzaffarnagar there are ulterior motives right and if you're criticizing the government let's stick to the point let's you know stick to the yeah, agenda it becomes a a bit of a free fight and and how many people were there because by what i understand for the first time i think ever in activism and and protest history the crowds in bombay were more than the crowds in delhi is that right the here was it like over 1000 100000 i think it was uh, between 1500 people and uh, th- that's good it? enough number well yeah but delhi you've seen much bigger protests bombay the protest was huge uh, and usually you see delhi's protests are much bigger than because bombay is not that engaged you know um, politically but this time the bombay protest was enormous i was very surprised actually 
maybe uh, because a mobilization was not done on that scale and maybe because b bombay a lot of bollywood stars came for the protest so maybe a lot of people just came to see them you never know i'm just saying yes uh, to, to point out that because you referred to bollywood uh, actors there there was this person i don't know whether we should uh, take her name or not she was talking you know about uh, why this this is a communal case mm. and uh, there's no option to be a political or not say that uh, it the kathua rape was mm. not communal issue mm. while she was talking all these things i agree with her what she she added one more thing and i was shocked personally because she said that uh, all these uh, celebrities coming out and put you know doing trendy stuff uh just to become a trend uh, to to participate they're talking about to now and kathua because they want to become part of that trend hmm. now i have an issue with this if you have right to protest at parliament street in delhi and majority of again uh, people are free to get offended majority of people who participated in the last not in my name were people from the power circles of the uh, delhi or maybe who who usually sit in their uh, comfortable homes and you know uh maybe sunday was just another mm. weekend so they thought instead of mm. Uh, mm. sipping coffee in your house you go out to protest mm. so uh if you have right to do that who the was films, the person who said this uh there is a senior journalist from uh, another news website okay you are very coy about this hai listen naam le lo yaar khair amit amit ki baat mein ek aur baat jodna hai ki not in my name ke protest se jo stage se bola gaya wo is baat mein bhi asafal raha ki जब भी लड़कियों की बच्चियों की बात हो रही थी तो बार बार ये बताया जा रहा था कि अगर आपकी बच्ची के साथ हो अगर आपकी बहन के साथ हो तो ये वाला जो इस तरह का जो हम लोग जोड़ के देखते हैं ये तो हम लोग रक्षाबंधन के टाइम से ही देख रहे हैं तो एक पॉपुलर नैरेटिव जो होता है आप वही दे रहे हैं क्योंकि आपको लोग ये समझ रहे हैं कि आप प्रोग्रेसिव लोग हैं आप लड़की को एक इंडिविजुअल इंटिटी के तौर पर देख के उसको रिप्रजेंट करेंगे लेकिन आप हर बार आर और हिंदुत्व के पॉलिटिक्स को और स्ट्रेंथन करते जाते हैं usage of words huh. also right like protecting our daughters yeah. so, but I, they I not your daughter huh. they don't have doing the yeah. same thing dusri baat ye hai ki jab bar bar ye narrative chalane ki koshish ho rahi hai ki aap assam mein hone wale rape pe nahi bolte aap sasaram mein wale rape pe nahi bolte kyunki wahan accused musliman hai to ye message aapko state se dena zaruri tha loud and clear ye message dena tha ki hum rape ke khilaf hai koi bhi ho even if you have to be you have to be responsible for the optics of how it goes out i jahan tak mujhe sorry cherry you want to weigh on this uh, being only uh, woman on this panel i was just thinking about that here we are having a discussion about rape and we have four men weighing in mm. and i was just wondering what would have happened or how would this discussion have gone forward if this was a female dominated mm, panel. panel tell us how do you think it would have been different i think i i agree with most of what amit and rohan are saying that uh, i i don't think it is right to use a protest which is now turning into a brand and sort of peddling your own agenda even if not very loud and clear and mm. i think it's absolutely necessary when we're talking about rape to talk against that that heinous crime that's perpetrated against anyone mm. may it be girls may it be boys may it be men or women but what it has come to become is just a narrative about certain events why just certain events and the others victimized enough and the others going through pain enough sure but i i do think that there are certain tipping points 
and that tipping point is usually an incident or a specific Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's like um you know the biggest problem that we had with the british wasn't that they were imposing a tax on salt but you can use that as a hinge to set off a bigger protest so, so if i may button to that hmm. the thing is there is a tipping point you need sort of a milestone where you go out and you're like because that has gotten the national outrage right, right so right. people are talking about it but that doesn't mean that you sort of speak to the insignificance of others mm-hmm. you like use that tipping point to speak for everyone for all those victims but it's not just about yeah Yeah, agenda Medi- step in. Sorry, you, know, you were saying. You know, while while I completely agree with Charis' point, I also like to respond to a lot of the what about tree that we seem to be getting online. That what about this rape case? What about that rape case? And typically, these are uh, people who would call themselves supporters or followers of Hindutva and who say that what about cases where Hindu girl, girls have been? They don't even call themselves that, have, but have, uh, yeah, have been have been raped. The point was here we weren't just protesting against the rape itself. we were protesting against the inaction that followed the rape that every institution of the state in fact exactly. even the judge was refusing to hmm. uh, take the matter here the matter till uh, senior judges of the high court intervened right. now if it comes to that the cops didn't file the charge the also, lawyers were also the, the 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 very obvious and visible optics behind uh, parties in power and in government their representatives defending that kind of uh, the yeah. accused and that is a problem yeah, the rape itself of course is a problem but the bigger problem is legitimizing the assault sorry you were saying so one thing just to add uh, to whatever was being uh, talked about uh, we the protest in both the cases the protest was not against the rape itself like the unnao thing happened a year back right. this uh, kathua gang rape january happened in 10th. january and the protests have started in april so it's the protest is yes it's about uh, it's against the rape and uh, it's f- with the demand that justice should be delivered but it's also because those in power in action tried, right yeah. that explains Not, the time lag they try yeah. to defend the accused yeah, in, the, in both the cases exactly. that's why people are yeah but yeah, i think that's very clear to see people just don't want to get it i mean it's you know i've dealt with people you keep saying the same thing we pretend that they'll five days later they'll come say the same thing what about that trip what about that trip that's that's no, adding to sorry mm-hmm. adding to meknath's point about uh, in action about the government mufti gave this uh, statement or rather i would say a tweet she put it out and she's like i want to come up with a law that would give death penalty to all the child rapists the point is not that we don't have enough laws the point is even the laws that we have are not getting implemented yeah and and investigating agencies compromise cases more than anything else but like um, the asimanand case the asimanand <laughs> case yeah that is something another thing but we can discuss meknath you were saying yeah. but no i just want to mention two things i think two two things that the again the big media is missing out on one i think uh, i think rohan brought it up earlier in the discussion it's very important now for the mainstream media to say hey this piece of news is doing the rounds this is fake. fake this 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 In other fact, reasons all of why them should fake. have a busting fake news page you yeah know, so if, hmm. we 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 got this one forward so many times from shankhnath 1.3 million followers on facebook about why the kathua rape case is a sham hmm. we we saw it in so many places that yes. we eventually did an article huh. on it Debunking claim it. by claim hmm. rebutting hmm. like calling out their bs basically the other thing is when influencers like madhu purnima kishwar 
tweet out stuff like murder of asifa suspected to be handiwork of jihadi rohingyas settled by pdp in jammu region you either cover it then hmm. asking her getting her on a phoneer and asking her what proof she has uh, grilling her on on air about it or at least when someone like a prashant bhushan files a complaint against her legally officially then at least you cover that to show because what madhu purnima kishwar is saying here is going <laughs> to be copied and tweeted mm. and pasted and forwarded on whatsapp by thousands and thousands of people okay please keep ha huh, sorry yeah, one last thing that i want yes. to add i mean uh, this has somehow it's, i mean it's a very uh, much smaller version of what happened during nirbhaya mm. in terms of politics uh, it's sort of nirbhaya moment for bharatiya janata party right now the way they are speaking the the way they are on the back foot hmm. and the kind of messages i remember uh, i was in du back then and we were campaigning in the classrooms and suddenly one girl stood up and then she said that uh, we have got messages that congress party has uh, passed this law that any anyone who tries to rape a woman or molest her the women now has a right to defend herself and she can also kill Hmm. that there's, person there's a provision in law for that right hmm. and then she quoted a provision now surprisingly uh, last day uh, on couple of group uh, hmm. that i'm part of uh, girls were forwarding these messages that narendra modi and bharatiya janata party has passed a law <laughs> and it was i remember because the same thing same message Hmm. and uh, so there are two things one is that hmm. yes the same propaganda is being peddled b what is most saddening for me maybe possibly that's my circle that i have on social media i have seen lot of women on the social media who have gone out to defend in a very different manner as in uh, why you attacking our religion as hmm. mentioned in the uh, podcast uh, so this i don't know like how what is enabling these uh, women to speak out saying that okay rape happened we want justice but then you cannot defame my religion you cannot question my faith so i think for me it's little problematic and where from where that is coming from i mean there, there must be someone right. behind it right if i may add i find it very problematic why we are comparing this to nirbhaya the current case the current protest to what was happening during the nirbhaya incident it is not this you would see or from where i see it i see it as a reaction to one incident or rather a momentary reaction nirbhaya the protest there was a fervor across the country the protest was continuous which is where we had the committee uh, formed so saying the groundswell there was much more than it has yes. been this time that that Absolutely. was like nationwide movement this is not this is not Okay. it should be but it's but not it's not okay um on that note please keep your recommendations ready while you get your recommendation ready megnal have a question for you you're a young man of in your early 20s clearly why did you choose to become a journalist to give the cliched answer i chose to become a journalist to tell stories and primarily stories that are True. told lesser and okay but that's that that was the m hopefully okay we still do it I see. Do you have do you have any role models or idols in the world of journalism? I have. I looked up. I look up. Still look up to uh, P. Sainath mm-hmm. uh, for his coverage on rural affairs and. Why mm-hmm. did you use steam. past tense over there? No, I and I said I still <laughs> do mm-hmm. uh, because I, in in your college years you look up and you try to 
idolize and dream of a day when you'll get to do reports like that mm. uh, sign but up I, I think I, I hope you're more fun than he is <laughs> 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 he can bore you to death I mean although I think he's done some great journalism yeah. I do think so but yeah I, I think there is a responsibility to be a little more in also he's in Karnataka so we can uh, get his input on what's happening there who's in there. Karnataka he was in Karnataka oh, last week I just came back on and how's, how's things there um, so the, I, in fact India really did a poll right where yeah, they have uh, Congress I think has predicted a Congress con- win yeah, yeah. okay uh, anyway the, huh. the the thing about Karnataka so this trip was, of mine was just Bangalore I'm going later in the month to cover uh, rural and coastal Karnataka but um, the thing in Bangalore is that a lot, the civic issues that that have discontentment brewing uh, because of them uh, say for example even something like the frothing lakes yeah. and all of that now that discontent is likely for the upper class and middle classes to come out against the Congress party because the Congress has been in power at the BBMP the municipal corporation sure. and in the state government but in Bangalore the the, the poor voter the urban poor has been considered to be a traditional Congress voter so it's going to be a tussle of mobilization I feel as to who can get larger numbers out in, in the city. Okay, Cherry, what is your recommendation for the Before week? Before that, mm. since we are talking about uh, Karnataka, there's a very interesting news placement in Karnataka edition of the Hindu today. So with the piece right here, people can see the link below, with the piece right here about BJP being a uh, anti-corruption party, there's a paid advertorial right at the top under the brand there's name. There's a banner saying for a corruption-free state vote BJP and under that the, the, the headline is about BJP second list has few controversial names and it's just continuously it goes on the copy goes on saying that how BJP has been a corruption are we doing something party. on this we can this is done by who this was done by uh, on a blog called Churmari okay. oh yeah that's that's of course the former uh, editor of Outlook Outlook yeah yes so what is your recommendation oh. for the week so my recommendation for the week is a piece on Politico titled The Genocide the US Didn't See Coming. It's by Nahal Tusi. It's a brilliant piece which is sort of a deep dive into the Rohingya issue. And it's important because this piece almost questions how the rights of a minority was overlooked in just because for the sake of what we call dem- democratic progress. So are we right in doing that? And we've done that pretty often where the demands and the rights of minorities are overlooked. So I would definitely recommend this piece for everyone to read. Okay. Rohan? Quint's uh, piece is Kachwa Rape, exposing a viral list of lies from ground zero. And hmm. the other wire explainer hai, hmm. is no one guilty in Makkam as it blasts. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I recommend this piece on uh, hostile witnesses, on why witnesses turn hostile by a colleague of mine, Vakasha Sajdev, hmm. and in which he also talks about the Simhanand case, which has honestly, and also the NIA judge in that case has, has resigned, resigned a few hours is, after the. That's another story which I think hasn't yeah, been I think covered I'm enough. Sure enough people are digging it just into made that. it to yeah. the headline of yeah. Indian Express. Yeah. Yeah. And none but, but I'm sure even as we speak, enough people must be digging must be because digging it's, it's highly yeah. unusual. For those yeah. of you who don't know, um, there was a, a Mecca it's 6 years since the Mecca Masjid 11, uh, 11 years, 11 years. Um, since the Masjid blasts and um, the, all the prime accused have been acquitted and just a few hours after the acquittal the judge resigned as judge of citing personal reasons and this blast uh, some of the accused uh, are uh, have well known RSS links and one of the prime accused also was killed uh, even as the trial was yet to begin I think 
villain who's this kind of i mean it seems pretty convincing because it it talks about how a guy started a company and i don't think he had any idea to become this big and a lot of it you're just making it up as you go along there's no thought out which is true for much of life uh, but yeah i think it's an important piece to read in the current context of data privacy and and many such things on that note thank you uh, can i please uh, request you to subscribe we'd like to spend our reporters out uh, send our reporters out to report Uh, from the ground we have a karnataka election coming up we'll need a lot of resources to report on the ground there subscribe to pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and address pay address are served thank you so much for coming megnath thank you thank you for listening viewers thank you panel thank until you until next week goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hold up. 